0: This week on Magic Proving Grounds, A Tale of the Whales, A Whale of a Tale. 30th Anniversary Specials. More than Meets the eye. Getting closer to Pioneer Parody. Now with new decks. Mishra slash Urza meld. Welcome to Magic Proving Grounds, the only Magic the Gathering podcast that proves putting fake cards in $250 packs really pisses Twitter off. I'm your host, Moderator Dave, and with me we have...
1: You're supposed to say our names. I thought we decided that. Oh, did we? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm Ben, and I'm here. I'm lost.
0: (laughs) Unless. and
2: and literally.
0: (laughs) That's the best kind of lost
2: uh
1: also
0: we it's have
2: certainly not the tv show that's the worst kind of
0: loss
1: <laughs> <sighs> hey it was good for the first couple seasons yeah okay i've never watched it so i really shouldn't say anything
0: mm, it's not worth it when you know it's happening i'll just yeah. say yeah
2: yep yep i i don't know anything i that show has somehow not been spoiled for me in the slightest oh boy oh, boy All right, i have <laughs> an idea for a new podcast <laughs> uh, literally the only thing that I know about it are the actors that are in it and I don't even know that much other than Uh, The Wasp? I don't even know, I don't know Uh,
1: Evangeline Lilly was in Lost, she's the Wasp
2: Oh, she's in there?
1: Yeah She's like the main character
2: Isn't one of the hobbits in there?
1: Yeah, Yeah. that too, yep, he's a a main character
2: This is the extent that I know about Lost, (laughs) is plane crashes on an island Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, that's, 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 that's the
2: best part about it. <laughs> that's And that's it. Like, that's the only thing that I know uh, is mystery ensues. It, yes, yes. It starts off the same way that Lord of the Flies starts.
1: Yeah. Mm. It kind of goes that route a little bit, I think. It's been yeah. a long time. Anyways, do, do they is...
2: skewer Piggy in the butt with a giant <laughs> wooden spike? I'm not <laughs> saying they don't. Because the book was very specific. That it's in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. And I always thought that was weird.
1: Yeah. It's like completely anyway. unnecessary.
0: This is a Magic the Gathering podcast, not a J.J. Abrams stand cast. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> we do have a lot to go over today. We do have a lot to go over. Why don't we just get right into it? Yeah. Let's just do that. We'll skip what you guys are doing this week. Probably want watching Lost in
1: other Dave's case. I'll just say it was sorting a lot of magic cards still. That's it.
0: Still. All right. Well, let's talk about the uh, $250 elephant in the room. Mm. Magic the Gathering 30th anniversary edition.
1: Yeah. It's announced on the stream earlier today. And- they were going to sell packs of cards for $250 with uh non-tournament legal versions of um is it what 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 exactly is the contents? It's
0: a uh, collection. It's basically beta. Uh, you know, alpha beta, with all the uh, racist cards and the anti cards removed, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, new card back. Uh, so they're not tournament legal, right? And they're randomized, mm-hmm. and they're selling them to people for a display box of four packs. That seems to be the the uh, gold number apparently, for nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. Hmm. So, uh, what's your guys' take on this?
1: Uh, now, are they gold bordered?
0: They are gold bordered the back. on the
1: back. So the back is what makes them. They look like the original magic. Well, not the original because I've seen the the shots. They're like re.
2: Yeah, um, they look like new and they,
1: cards. The yeah, the new frames but with the you- stamp.
2: If you put them in a sleeve, it would just look like a new card.
1: Okay. You would not see a and gold border. So obviously somebody would see that and be like, ah, that is not illegal Black Lotus. So you can't, like, try to hide it, it right? Yeah. I mean, because it's it going to look like an alpha card.
0: 30th nah. anniversary as the uh, set stamp. So Right, right, right. And also there's a chance that you can get retro frame versions too.
1: Um, yeah, but still uh, are not...
2: They're still not going
1: to look like the original. Right. Yeah, they're still not going to look like the original.
0: Okay, so that's the four and one. What the product is?
1: Uh-huh. Um, this is a product I will not purchase. I don't say that a lot, actually.
2: <laughs> should I give you a round of applause for coming no. out and announcing that you're not going to buy something? I don't. know. <laughs> should we all be proud? Of, do we? We can cancel the intervention.
1: Yeah. 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 Cancel the intervention. Yes. You can't see I, me. I'm I don't. I and- don't have a. I don't have a problem. I promise, I don't have that big of a problem. Let's put it that way. I'm not an addict. No. So this this is largely. I, I think this is for whales, right? I mean, this is for people that like to collect. Uh, maybe like MTG finance people who uh, predict that these will go up in price because it's a thirty and a thirtieth anniversary edition limited run of cards, right? Like that's like are it, you going to buy is is normal people going to buy this who's this for
0: i the speculators is my guess i don't know who else is happy about it to be honest i mean speculators and collectors like i like i'm annoyed i'm not flipping tables man like twitter seems to be but cuz um i didn't watch the stream right off the bat i pulled up the uh post on uh mtg daily and was reading it and i saw it and i was like Oh, this is cool! I might actually do the the powered cube I've been dreaming about and get get some of these these cards. And then I keyed in on the price and I was like, "Motherfucker!" Yeah, that's not gonna happen. That, that 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 dream went away. I'm like this, and then and then because like I, I originally because it was confusing how they wrote it in the post. Like, is this like the collector set that they used to they sell where you got the the box and it was all the cards and they're gold bordered? are are these packs and then you you read into it and then i eventually ended up watching the the recorded stream after the fact and it's like all these are randomized packs so you're not
1: guaranteed to get anything and yeah my heart sunk i'm like 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 if if you wanted a bunch of proxies of the alpha beta cards or the power nine or you know all the important cards from those sets Um, if it was $250 that's I mean that's still a really high price but at least you know what you're getting like you you pay $250 to get one rare and get a Sarah Angel like
2: yeah so I think first of all the first lesson that people need to learn is not every product is for them that is true like like when you said I'm not going to buy this yeah I'm not buying this either but that's because the product's not for me Mark Mm -hmm. Rosewater is that you?
0: what are you doing on our stream
1: God. well yes um and, and i'm completely fine with this like to be clear like i i sound heated but i'm just passionate um i'm actually completely fine with this product i have no no problems with this product
2: and a lot of the complaints that i i see seeing from like i don't understand a lot of the complaints because like for as long as i have been playing magic People have asked for these cards to be reprinted in any way, shape, or form. Literally, people saying, please reprint this card any way that you can. And then what did you what did people think was going to happen? You thought Magic was gonna be like, hey, we're gonna take this card off of the reserve list and reprint it for five dollars a pack? Yeah. Ten dollars yeah, like right. how much like no, they are gonna come out and roll deep into collectors' pockets. Yep. That's what it should be for something like this. This is exactly what they should be asking for. Now, again, this product is not for me. I'm not going to buy it. It's not for probably most of the people listening to this. But for the people it's for, it's 100% worth the price. And it's 100% what they should expect to get for that product.
1: I have no argument with that. You're right. You are right. If they want proxies, they can pay a proxy person to do the proxies for them.
2: There are people all over the place that can give you cheap, inexpensive proxies that look very good. If all you're looking for is, is a proxy card, go get a proxy card. Don't buy yes. this.
1: Yeah, I've even seen them where they do like a special cut with them. It might be a cricket or something, but it's even got the rounded corners, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's on good card stock, too. It looks like a card, right?
0: Uh, you you so. could
1: get somebody to
0: paint over an ornithopter and have all your moxen like that, you know, just don't paint the manacosts.
1: I saw a guy with a, with a silver paint marker that took it, turn a world of misfortune into a wheel of fortune just by deleting words.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was I've like, yeah, that. that's the way to do it. I seen that proxy. They're
1: yeah, like, oh, or right. the or the profane tutor turning into a demonic tutor, or, or yeah, yeah, demonic Yeah, yeah, tutor, yeah. yeah. that's good stuff.
2: <laughs> I think the only people who should be mad at this are people who have potentially invested money into some of the cards that stand to lose value because there is a new version of them out right if you own a black lotus by all means come to twitter and be angry chances are if you own a black lotus i don't care if you're angry but if you own a black lotus <laughs> and you want to be twitter angry come out and be twitter angry
1: well i also don't know that this will I, even affect the prices but i mean i can say you don't know yet right you right. It stands to be it's like We'll have to see about how it affects the prices, but being not I, tournament legal completely. I, like, yeah,
2: my they, my guess is it does not affect prices because it, it, they yeah. are not tournament legal. Uh, the the only purpose of this is, is collectors, but we have seen in other markets, not necessarily Magic, um, two things can happen. Sometimes these reprints come out and people say, I can get this cheaper and all I really want in my collection is a Black Lotus that I can look at. And I'm okay with it being this Black Lotus. Hmm. Sometimes it has the opposite effect, though. Sometimes these cards come out and people say, man, I've always wanted to have a Black Lotus. Now I'm going to try and track one down. And hmm. the price goes up.
1: Yeah. I think a Black Lotus from this set is still going to be pricey. Like, oh, yeah. very pricey. Because of the $250 price tag. And that's yeah. that's what happens, right? I mean, it's it's you you can't... Reserve list should stay reserve list, like period. And this is not breaking the reserve list by any means. But also, I think you diminish the value of cards in general if you just give these cards away for, you know, $5 a pack. Yeah. Like the, 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 the not, not the monetary value necessarily, but the, the hearts and minds value, right?
2: Right. Yeah, if I could just Which go is, out and buy a, a fake Black Lotus that's magic approved for 5 bucks, then nobody's going to care. It, the game would die. It would be over.
0: I think you're being a little over dramatic in that oh that I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> say the
2: game would die, but i i don't I do think it hurts the overall value and marketing of the brand if I could just go buy Black Lotus for five bucks,
0: yeah, well, yeah, I don't think anybody's suggesting that Black Lotus should be five bucks. I just think that the way that I think again. I'm a little perturbed, so I'll just play the the side. I think the the intrinsic complaint on this is that they're ran they randomized packs, two hundred fifty dollars a piece. You're not you don't know what you're getting. It's like the definition of a lottery ticket or a loot box,
2: yeah, stuff like that. Where it's I mean, like, I don't disagree with you, but people know what they're getting into.
1: I don't play the lottery because of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Again, so <laughs> these
1: products are not for me. And I don't complain about people who play the lottery or the lotter that the lottery exists, right? Like yeah. just don't engage with the product, I think. Like yeah. this is this is a good thing for magic in my opinion because this allows them to chase the whales to get money to maybe cuz you know how business works, you always have to be going up. Profits have to go up. So how are they going to do that? Do you want them to charge you more for your packs or do you want them to make a standalone product you don't have to engage with to catch all the whales
0: i'd like to point out that they're doing both
1: well yes but it's 50 (laughs) cents a pack or whatever if you know 10 bucks a box or whatever instead of you know 30 yeah or what have you you know
0: it's just i don't know it's just frustrating um i can see where people are coming from again I'm not going to buy this product. I probably never was. Even if it was what I thought it was originally for $999, which was the complete <laughs> set collector style, like the original collector's edition that they put right.
2: out. Uh, I don't think I, there's a single product that magic could put out for a thousand dollars. That's for me.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I don't have a private jet. Of course, there's nothing they could put out for a thousand dollars. It's for me either, but
2: Um, because I was just thinking, I was like, if if it was like what a reprint of of one of every card from every set ever, I still don't know that I would drop a thousand dollars on it.
1: So I'm not saying Mm -hmm. I would do this, and I'm not saying I wouldn't do this, but there are modern decks that cost like eighteen hundred dollars on the side market, um, like on the you know secondary market. So like, if I wanted one of those decks and they sold it for a thousand dollars, then you know. I don't know. Okay. But don't, again, theoretical, right? Like right. you said, there's not a product they could make. I, I might, I might buy into that product, but
2: again, I don't know that they will ever make that product. No, they will not. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. I guess there are, there are products out there that are probably worth a thousand dollars. I still don't know that it's for me because yeah. like, I don't, I don't go out and play paper. Model. Like, what would I do? I would get, I would turn around and resell it. Yeah. Right for more money. Like yes, if they make a product, I can buy for a thousand dollars and turn around and sell for eighteen hundred. I will buy it. Yeah, and I will sell it. Yeah,
1: and the <laughs> like. and they they do make decks, which we'll talk about later on in the discussion. But those are those are like pared down non competitive decks. You have to tool those decks. So like, yeah, you would never mm-hmm. get the the hyper meta competitive deck from wizards mm-hmm. because they don't control the meta.
0: Yeah. I think I, we I think should the, uh, oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, uh, say our
0: last pieces and then move on because, uh, I think we could bicker for quite a while about this.
2: So
1: <laughs> it's very polarizing.
2: When, when I told you that I was going to have a different opinion on the product before it happened, Ben, did you think you were going to agree with me?
1: I thought you would take the collector stance. Okay. Because that seems to be you, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's which what I, I even see. The angle you were yeah. coming from was that. Yeah. So, For, like from the collector's idea. Uh, we have you uh, picked, man.
2: Yeah. No, you're, I mean, we're no, on to you. you. I'd say the the one magic product, maybe that is $1,000 that I would think about, which is it's not technically a magic product, it's a magic adjacent product, would be potentially some original artwork. Oh, mm, uh, like, 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 like artist some, proofs. Yeah. Some Sed McKinnon original artwork on like a grow spiral or something. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But but artists technically own those and artists have the yeah. right to sell them in most cases. Right. So that's not technically a magic product.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Okay. You want to move on to the next thing? Yeah. There's, yeah. There was more. Hey, hey, internet, guess what? There was more in the 30 for 30 or the Magic's 30th anniversary celebration than just those collector's packs. What? Uh, yeah. One of the things you might have missed is they're doing a 30 for 30 type thing um, where. Each set is going to have promos that are tied to them. 30 promos in total, one from each year of Magic. We already saw the first three with Dominar United and Sarah Angel from 93, Ball Lightning from 94, and the Fiendenhorf Elves from 95. So going on with each set, you'll get three to four different um, promos, one from each year ascending from there, so um i think that is super cool and that if you want to talk about collecting that is what you need to be doing like that's going to be worth some money if you have a full set of those things in 20 years woo!
2: or they could be worth nothing
1: yeah or that yeah but if you go to your store and you get them for free for playing some event then well not free but you know you you get them in addition to playing an event that you were doing anyway then that's great I'm just saying, never Keep forget
2: that, that speculation goes both ways. That these yes, it products does. in 20 years can be something that is worth tons of money, and these products in 20 years could be something that no one gives a f- about.
1: I'm going to give a care about them because I'm going to put them on my wall because they're actually sweet. I like them. I'm going to try to get all of them if I even have to buy them off the second market.
2: Now, I do agree that these are sweet cards. Yeah. I uh, um, like the concept behind it. And this is brilliant marketing. Like, yeah, I think um, this is the great.
0: I'm going to shout out the uh Wife in the Future Sight uh frame in Japanese.
1: <laughs> that's like uh, Oh, yeah, that were released with Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-earth.
0: He's chef's kiss right there, man.
1: That's, yeah, that's um, great.
0: That's awesome. I like it. That'd be my uh chase card, I think. Yeah. Out of what they showed.
1: Yeah, this is a great idea. And then in addition to the 30 for 30, they're also doing um premier play promos. I believe they're, uh, it says for players on the path to qualifying for Pro Tour 3 in 2023, they get alternate art promo cards. They have Mystical Dispute and Thing of the Ice and Snapcaster Mage. Um, Take a look Mm -hmm. at the art. I think it's really um, awesome art. (laughs) The Uh, Thing of the Ice is definitely better than the original Thing of the Ice. It's a crab. It's amazing. I love it. I will never be able to get it though. Yeah. That seems like a hard one to get. Uh, there's always the secondary market. Yeah. There's a full breakdown on the site if you want to see how to get those promos, but I don't think we need to really focus on that.
2: I actually think that is the worst Snapcaster art they've put out so far. Yeah. I, I like the original personally. I say I would run original Snapcaster before I would run that. Yeah. And I don't like the original Snapcaster art.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> is there another version of the Snapcaster that you like? I don't follow that particular card, so I don't know. There's how many only words. like.
2: Probably twenty different snacks oh, <laughs> well, you got a
0: lot to pick from then, so if I'm not mistaken, both of you have read the Brother with War book, correct, yes, correct, okay.
2: It was it's a very been a good long, book. long time,
1: but it's been a long time, but you, well, I mean <laughs> me having three brothers that I was constantly warring with, I kind of really connected to those that book uh and the yeah. struggles that Urza and Mishra went through,
0: I feel you. Uh, for some reason, I feel exactly the same way.
2: Um, but you guys are familiar enough. You remember yeah, the story. you feel familiar. like you want to drive a bike into your brother's guts and stir it around so that he can't think? Uh, that happened in time streams. Um, oh, my God. All right. Yeah.
1: All right. How about drive um, a dragon engine up to my door and knock yeah. it down?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, point I'm trying to make is you guys are familiar enough with the story. Um, do you remember Optimus Prime being there? I personally don't. I think he was in the background. He he was in the he was fighting in the background.
1: Yeah, he, he was a dragon engine that turned into a robot, right? Yeah, I don't. He, I he was don't like, think it was like it was like the um the the Beast Wars version of him,
2: right? Was, no, I don't think they actually named him. I think just when you when you remember those old uh, cards, like when you turned a certain page, it played a sound bite of the Transformers sound.
0: That, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> see i bought my i bought my book second hand the battery must have been dead <laughs> goof i'm trying to make is we're let's talk about the uh, transformers cards that are being released inside packs of brothers of war and i have a uh
1: do, do you want me to can i can i well let's talk about, talk about what the product actually is so they're yeah. non non like non-rotating format legal mm-hmm. they are eternal legal uh, like legacy for, vintage yeah, commander. Yeah. And they are going into a standard set. Mm-hmm. And they are featured um transforming Transformers. They have a back that they transmate into a vehicle. Um there're a robot on the front and a vehicle on the back, just like you'd expect a Transformer to do. That's the product, right? Yes. Okay. They're
0: putting them right in the in the packs the brothers yeah.
1: wore. So, obviously, um, um, as as a fan of Transformers, I think the art is sweet. This is nailing the 80s. Like, woof. Like, I love it. The flavor is sweet. They all have a more that meets the eye ability um, that you can play for. You can pay that alternate casting cost ability to play it transformed on the backside. Ooh. Um, which is great. Um, the The flavor is awesome. Uh, I I love the idea of transformer cards. I'm with you in, ge- in general
0: <laughs> up to this point.
1: You, you keep talking. No, you can give the next point because I'm sure it mirrors mine.
0: Yeah. It. You can get them in Brothers War packs. I don't. I mean, uh, it's hard to be salty because the cards are cool, but also I'm a little salty because they're transformers. In my Magic the Gathering, like yeah. in universe product,
2: like because you build so many standard and and constructed decks that you wouldn't be able to play your Transformers in.
0: Yeah, that that's exact. I you know what? I just look. I live on salt and and misery and pain <laughs> and pain and misery and you just you gotta let me have this no actually i I I don't
2: you can can be mad about it i'm not i'm I'm, not trying to control your emotions here
0: no like in in all in all seriousness i read this i was like oh
1: that kind of sucks but also whatever yeah Yeah. um okay so mine's kind of like yours so with one little caveat so I have would, I,
2: I have one question actually sure. that I want to clarify here. So I I did not research this. I do not know the answer. What spot does the Transformers card take up in this in the pack?
1: It's a mm-hmm. set booster only. It's the same slot as the commander uh, card. Like it, it's the same idea as the commander cards that were in.
2: Oh, then I'm other ones. Okay to and
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. My my thoughts mirror yours, Dave. Uh, brother, Moderator, Dave, but. I, I would rather have a Transformer in that slot than some useless Commander card. Hey, man. I'm not even going to
2: say useless Commander card. I don't you know, play
1: Commander, so... I don't
2: play Commander, <laughs> but, but... Yeah, it not necessarily...
0: Um, just to be clear, so that everybody knows the with the 411, you will not be drafting these Transformer cards.
1: Yes, correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'm... I'm notoriously vocal about, like, hating the fact that I get commander cards in my standard set booster. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm i not actually upset about this because I, I think that I would be okay with pulling, like, a Soundwave. Man, my favorite Transformer. He's a fucking tape deck, man. He's a tape player. He's a walkman. Yeah,
2: because, so, I mean, but that spot that... is designated to getting something outside of the set anyway. Yeah. Like, if it was in, like, the rare spot or the the, like art spot, the spot mm-hmm. where you're supposed to get like the full art or potential full art or alternate art or whatever. Yeah, then, it's then it I shares could,
1: that slot actually.
2: It what you said it took the spot of the commander card.
1: Yeah. There's not always a commander card. The commander oh, okay. card takes the spot of the full art. You can get a full art common or you can get a full art rare mythic or you know whatever. But it can also be a commander card in that slot.
2: See like because I don't if it's just going to take up the space that the commander's space takes up, then I'm 100% okay with it. If it's yeah. going to take away from the chance to get, or, or someone's That's, chance, I it, shouldn't say my chance, because I haven't bought a pack in five years. Um, <laughs> if it's going to take someone's chance of getting something that may, is relative to the set, I can see yeah. some people getting mad about it. But in that particular spot, that's, that's basically like a bonus card in my
1: mind. Anyway. Yeah, right, so it does actually take a card that would be usable otherwise in a, in a standard format. It does always take that. The commander card always takes that. But, uh, but really what the people are mad but about is, is Transformers. But also in that spot,
2: you could always have a chance to get a card that's not viable. Because right. you could always be a commander card in that
1: spot. Yeah, so it, like my, my outlook is I would prefer that that slot didn't go that way to begin with. But if they're going to do it, I'm okay with them doing Robots.
2: Yeah, I would much rather there be a Transformers in that's potentially in that spot than a commander card. Yes, and maybe I'm in the minority there, Dave. No, Dave I probably.
0: No, I like seriously. I mean, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> like I I want to build Transformer commander deck. So, like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it is really sweet. It's it's like you you yeah, yeah I have this like. Inclination in me to be like, oh, magic purist, but in in the long run, it's like, who cares? Like, you got right. a transformer card.
1: Yeah. Um, it, cause I mean, they do this, they could have done a transformer secret layer, you know, but instead they did this. So, which is better because I would never buy, I don't know, I probably would. <laughs>
0: I think I keep saying I'm gonna buy a secret layer, but when the times come to like pull the trigger, and I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, because you have to wait for it. You don't like they're not like you buy them and they're like, okay, we're shipping it out
1: right now. I
2: mean, based on prices, I wish I would have bought the Walking Dead Secret Layer,
1: but oh yeah, they're pretty pricey. Um, so okay, one more thing I want to note: I mentioned that the uh, eighty, they nailing the '80s cartoon art aesthetic. Um, but that's only on the regular bordered ones, not the borderless or the showcase treatment. The showcase treatment appears to be from a newer. Art style, maybe I haven't watched the newer cartoons, but um, I don't. I would rather have the re- regular old basic '80s art than the the showcase versions of these cards. Mm. Not a fan of the shattered glass look. Um, no, the shattered glass is fine. It's just the design of the Transformers.
0: Um, oh,
1: okay. they're they're more like a more yeah. modern looking cartoon. where like mm. ma- it looks like it's made with a computer instead of hand drawn.
0: Yeah, that's um, all the that,
1: that look. You know, that's been the case for Transformer cartoons since the I, yeah. I would rather mid, have the eighties, like mid aughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, I think they're cool, but I I wish I I wish like I I guess I don't wish. Uh, I just I don't see a problem with them. I I am going to be excited to open them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, just for future reference, not for the the, the brothers War Packs, because obviously you'll be getting your Transformer cards, but. Yeah, yeah. Crack open a set booster, and you see that you've got one of them pesky commander cards. Just send them my way. I'll, I'll take them off your hands for you.
1: <laughs> they make you upset. Yeah, they they. It, it kind of it's like ugh.
0: Wouldn't want you to be upset.
1: Car. Hey, sometimes though they're worth like twenty bucks, and I should actually just like sell them. I think mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, probably. In that case, instead of just bucks hold bucks. on to them because I'm a hoarder.
0: Like, you'll never know if we can we need it. I might need it for something. Yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of smooth transitions, this is not one. Um,
1: <laughs> I love it. Best segue ever.
0: <laughs> uh, holiday secret layers. You guys want to talk about that?
1: Oh, do we have a link to that? I haven't seen holiday secret layers.
0: Let me put it in the show notes.
1: I Maybe must we erased it. Holiday Maybe. secret layer. It's Google. Uh, they made this my nice, say search on. Huh? this might not be good.
0: Oh no. Oh, oh no.
1: Is it on the Secret Layer website yet?
0: <laughs> no, it won't be until uh, October
1: 20th. Oh, I don't do that, but I did see these uh little littler walkers Secret Layer which got like chibi versions of uh that Elspeth is the Narset and Garuk. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that those are fun looking.
2: Yeah, oh, it's very cute. So I saw with the 30th anniversary Secret Layer Ah, oh, it's, the, 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 it's what, 30 cards for 150, but they're only telling you what seven of the cards are?
0: Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking about when I put a holiday, because they were talking about get it, picking it up for the holiday.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, because it comes out around then. Yeah. Okay. What, what, maybe do we fine. have a, uh, where's that at? Oh, here, yes. Secret Layer Explorers, the 30th or Secret Layer 30th Anniversary Countdown Kit. Is that the time thing? Just in time for the yeah. holiday, Secret Layer. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's is a set of 30 boosters with stylized wrappers that mark their year, one for each magic year. Inside you'll find a card printed from that year with a twist. It comes in a true style with secret layer. It comes in a style true to the yeah. secret layer ethos.
0: Yeah, let's just skip does this. Let's go on to uh No, dude, it's cool. Okay, man. You guys want to talk about it?
1: I mean, they did I want to know what else is in there, but uh just <laughs> before I pay $150. But that shark typhoon. That's That's awesome. Awesome. the <laughs> shark typhoon is so cool looking. It's like a B movie cover, man. Like it looks like yeah, a VHS Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I actually really
2: like the Necropotence too. The metal. Yeah, Necropotence. I yep. do
0: too. You know what's what? I don't like the retro frame fucking Chromax. Um, no, Planeswalker card
1: Elspeth. Oh, because yeah. it's like, dude, have you ever Yeah, yeah, people well, say that secret action, layer man. Teferi and it's like, I have to read your card Really quick, hold on <laughs> Did you not
0: do that? I'd appreciate it if you just Used <laughs> that, the left one
1: This one's formatted a lot Better than the Teferi one was because The Teferi one didn't have any breaks in um, Like paragraph breaks or anything It was just like all in Have one you thing. seen
0: the Karn, the Great Creator one? No Oh creator. my god, it's like I can't even...
2: And the art on that bloodbraid right out.
1: Yeah, I was going to point that out too.
2: Yeah.
0: Very cool. Yeah, the the seven cards they promo look really sick.
1: Yeah, that's the car, this Karn the Great Creator secret layer is exactly how um, the Teferi one is. I think the Teferi one has more text.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 30 <laughs> cards, but they're only going to show 70, seven of them, so people could be surprised. Okay. Um, well, uh, will, that's. Uh,
0: well, they mentioned on the stream that if you really need to know what's in them, you can go to the Secret Layer site. Okay, um, on okay 20- so
1: you you can be surprised, or you can
0: yeah. Not. You have to like actively go to the site and then click "I want to see spoilers." Yes. In order to get the rundown of what else is in the in the set, and if you want to be okay. surprised, you have that option too. Yeah. Nice.
2: Um. Yeah. Um, but it, each card has a thirty percent chance to be a foil. It's pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> Can you, of you, boss, kind of explain to me why there's a magnet stuck to my forehead? It's because you're a
0: Phyrexian, boss, and we're on to you. You're never going to get away with it.
1: Now Mo, I think it's it's my turn to be confused. What 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 in Dom 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 area are you talking about?
0: We're not gonna fall for it, boss.
2: Did you hit him in the face with a
0: hot frying pan? Because he's a Phyrexian, Walter.
2: run. <coughs> Good idea. Go out the back and then out to the alley.
0: Let's duck into the warehouse up ahead.
2: Behind the crates.
1: My boys, come here. Let me complete you. I promise it won't hurt much. Never! I like being me. Fair enough, but it's not like you get a choice. Uh uh
0: uh 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 uh. Ugh, why does this stuff keep happening to us? No, Mo, but could you give me a hand for these crates? I don't think we're gonna find any
2: halo in these crates.
0: It's not like this is exactly like last time. Oh no, idiot.
2: We're going to push the stack of boxes onto the boss, and maybe we'll have time to escape. We might even kill him. Come
1: out, come out, wherever you are. My boys, once you are complete, things can go back to normal, and we can go back to cooking and waiting for fairy to show up.
0: I knew it.
1: Exterminate. Exterminate.
0: Ah. Oh,
2: Now run! Down the alley! Can't go back to Harvest. The boss knows for me. Oh, hey.
1: Have you guys seen any Zendikar grab cakes here? Because I really miss those. I can't find them anywhere.
0: Wazoo? What are you doing in this alley?
1: Looking for you, obviously. Duh. How'd you get here? I walked. Well, there's a bit where I rode in a merchant wagon,
2: but... this is... This is definitely a trap. Wazoo died on Capena. You know this. We need to run.
0: I don't know, Walter. He looks a lot like Wazoo. I doubt they can make themselves look real without having a body to copy.
2: Quit messing around. Please don't make me leave you.
0: Okay, Wazoo. If that is who you really are, say something only Wazoo would say.
1: You guys got any Halo. (laughs)
0: You guys ready to talk Pioneer? Always. All right, let's do this. Do you I'm want ready
2: to go to sleep? <laughs> just just like Para Pioneer does to people. Zing.
1: Anyways, okay. So on their on their stream today, they announced a Shadows over Innistrad remastered for Arena, which got what? overshadowed by all the discourse of the Magic Thirty Collectors <laughs> Pack. See what I did there? Oh, ah! Um,
0: it was a pun. I got it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if the pun's the right word there. It's a more like a word play. Word play. So they are probably doing what they did. This it's it'll be similar, I'm sure, to what they did with Kaladesh and uh, what was the other one? Amonkhet.
0: Amonkhet. Where, where they,
1: they took the two sets and made it one. Took the important cards and made them all one. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to uh, gra- drastically affect Explorer in a way that I wasn't expecting. I was expecting Explorer anthologies to kind of fill in the gaps and stuff, they, and then they surprised with this Innistrad. So I'm pretty cool with that. I'm uh, actually fairly excited. They also announced uh, the Explorer anthology 2, which will be coming sooner. So Shadows Over Innistrad comes on in 2023, and then the Explorer anthology will be later this year.
2: What cards are you excited about in Shadows of Randstrap?
1: Oh, thank you for I know some um, of the answers to this one. Things that are pioneer staples now that don't exist on Arena change this explorer metagame in a way that makes it so it's like actually different. So some decks like that are just stomp on Arena because the other decks don't have cards that right. improve no, them. I, right. I so that's th- a
2: comment. I didn't think we needed to spell that part out.
1: Okay, so these are the cards that I think uh, that are in the metagame in paper that will help the metagame on Explore. Uh, one big one is Thing in the Ice. It basically, you play it for cheap. You play a bunch of instances of sorceries. It flips over yeah. to uh, the Awoken Horror, which bounces everybody's creatures back to their hands, and you have a 7-8 that can go undetest- uncontested. The next one would be Pieces of the Puzzle, which is also uh, used in the... Um, is it Phoenix type style thing in the ice style decks Poor of the pages. They're both kind of draw cards, filter your hand kind of cards that'll help. Um, and then, so,
2: so what you're saying is thing in the
1: ice. Yeah. And the and, other ones and, that support and it things
2: to support thing in the ice. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, another one is collective brutality, uh, which is basically a modal card that does black things. Um, and it has escalate.
0: Uh what deck would
1: go in? Uh that that's some that's a that's a sideboard card for like Raktos. So that'll help that out even though it doesn't really need it. Um and then I, I've saved the the big ones for later. Um Othalia's Lieutenant is another one. Uh to help the nice. humans deck. What's that? For,
2: for yeah. humans.
1: Yeah, yeah. For humans, uh tireless tracker and traverse the Uvenwald both help uh different decks. First, the Uvindwald is a land ramp. Um, and, yeah, it is. Yep. And then the big ones, are, there's a couple that are coming, but they were already part of Explorer 1, which I thought was weird. Um, and I wanted to just point them out because of what it might mean for Explore Anthology 2 in the future. So Rattle Chains and Mausoleum Wonder were already in uh, we're already re- released on Arena in some anthology or another, um, but they'll be officially in this. So the two, onto the big ones, right? The two big ones. Liliana, The Last Hope. Do, if I need to explain that card, do I? <laughs> it's a Liliana that makes a bunch of zombies when she ults. All right. Uh, and then the big one, the really big one, like we'll say moon-sized big one. Emrakul, uh, The Promised End. The Eldrazi 1313. Mm. Um it's the one that makes everybody take you, you get to take turns. So you well you gain control of them and then you get to take an extra turn. Or no, you gain control of them and then they take an extra turn after you mess them all up. Flying trample protection from instance. Thirteen thirteen for thirteen. Mm. So the, that's
0: that. very creepy.
1: The what? The art? The art on Emmerport Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's a big uh squiddy jellyfish. Makes Don't me know. feel
0: makes me feel uh, uh some kind of way.
1: That's it. Uh the card that might help my, um historic Cigarda's aid. I think there's a colossal hammer deck floating around on Arena somewhere, like Hammer Time. And Cigarda's aid was in there too, so they'll get that with this. Um that's um pretty much all I had. But my questions, and you can maybe help postulate things with me. If they're doing the Shadows Over Innistrad anthology, that was the set block, the two sets directly before Kaladesh, which is the, currently the, the oldest set on Arena. So they're moving one back and doing Shadows Over Innistrad. Mm-hmm. So do you think they're going to go one more back to... Um, what is the name of the set before that? you think they're going to keep going back... Yeah, keep going back until so they so, go, because they'd never announced that. So it'd be the Zendikar, Battle for Zendikar yeah. would be the one about behind that. Um, is that I their mean, plan? Because this is the first time they have they they didn't mention that they were going to do this when they talked about turning Explorer into Pioneer.
2: I mean, just because they didn't explicitly say this. They did say that they planned, their end goal was for Pioneer to be on Arena.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, oh yeah, is- I'm just saying, do you think that they're going to do this? with the other sets, um, concept yeah. Theros and return to Ravnica. Yeah, they would I mean, they have to,
2: them. they have yeah. to, if they're going to do what they said they were going to do, which is put pioneer on arena.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it all makes sense. Um, so, okay. The next thing that I, I was going, cause they, they said what, what they made it, made it sound like was they were going to do a whole bunch of these explore anthologies until they get all the explore or the pioneer relevant cards. Yeah. Um, so they're doing number two, and as we saw in number one, so, there
2: were cards. So, so yes, the, they did make it out like that. But if they are going to have Pioneer in Arena,
1: every card needs to be available,
2: yeah. even if it's not a card that's in some of the meta decks. Because what if some dude wants to play it in his Pioneer deck?
1: Yeah, you're well, never, yeah. yeah.
0: You're not going to have a, a a shifting meta if you don't have that one weird card that nobody knows what to do with, and then yeah. You know, they figure it Mm -hmm. out.
2: Like, they can't say the Pioneer's in there unless every card is in there.
1: Yeah, Yeah, well, see, I don't know that Kaladesh has all of the Kaladesh cards from both blocks. I think it's, like, the best of... um, I think there's some missing, right? Or am I wrong? Um, I don't know. You would have to see. You would have to look. I think the thing that they're doing...
0: The thing that I assumed... I haven't looked uh, card for card, but all the... Draft enablers that are the same, and both like the the common dual lands and stuff that they put in sets to mm-hmm. make the draft happen. If you put both sets out, then you have people that are getting, you know, four copies of, you know, whatever green black land was the enabler du jour for that sure. block, and you don't have that when you squish them together. You know, what I mean, so the duplicate. Uh, draft stuff is what I always assume they took out of the remastered.
1: Gotcha. And then um, uh, another idea would be that things that were reprinted and further on sets, they might not need to put in the um, remaster because it's already on Arena unless it's mm-hmm. draft relevant maybe. Mm-hmm.
2: And you'd be surprised how much they put that stuff in there anyway because like yeah. when I go through my stuff, I have like Seven different versions of Shock that all look the same but are from different sets
1: right, yeah, yeah. like rabbit Bite, I think exists on arena already, and it's in- I think I think duress
2: is another one where I have like yeah. four of them with the same or just from different sets
1: it's probably because it's um it's limited relevant, maybe mm-hmm.
2: yeah well I mean okay. it's all limited relevant, everything's limited relevant, Um.
1: There are some cards that exist that are build around cards that aren't good for limited, though. Doesn't
2: mean they're not relevant. They're um, still relevant in a card that you have to ignore.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> so you would have to you would have to put that card in the remastered set just so it exists, so some um, crazy brewer can use it on Arena, right? To call it Pioneer, right? Yeah. Yes. Is what we're saying. Okay. So yeah, so it sounds like they're getting there um in a different way than they originally, well, than I originally imagined. Maybe maybe this th- this makes complete sense, I guess, that they would do this. Um, but what like, it means this for this is the way I
2: imagined them doing
1: it. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but what does it mean for the Explorer anthologies? Like, eventually, if this is the case, then eventually the anthologies will just be released later anyway. So. Would you pay twenty dollars in anthology to get all the copies of the cards, or maybe just wait? So you can just spend wild cards on the few that you want. Like the last Insplore Anthology, I didn't want hardly any of the cards that were in there. Mm. But them anyway. cards
2: on the anthology cards.
1: Um Yes, you can. Um, so I guess that's a moot point. <laughs> I guess it depends.
0: Because one, it's not like everybody's scrooge mcduck in the wild cards so Hmm. being able to buy them outright with cash has value
1: yeah it could have value depends yeah also
0: like what do they get you what decks do they get
1: you and
0: how far out are the sets they originally premiered in or were last printed in
1: right would you use them between now and then especially in a meta deck
0: yeah, like if you've got a card that was printed in uh Cons of Tarkir that pops up in the next anthology, I would be more likely to buy that car that anthology to get that mm-hmm. card than I would if, you know, a Battle for Zendikar card card was in the anthology because, you know, uh yeah. All- all evidence indicates that that's the next set that will be.
1: Okay.
2: Actually, I have correct a- me if I'm wrong here. Uh-huh. Uh, this is mm-hmm. the first set that was not actually already coded for Arena.
0: Uh That's my understanding, yes.
2: Right, Because cat and Kaladesh were both in the beta.
1: That's correct. Oh, really? Cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that.
2: I remembered Almond kept being in there. I, I was I was going back and forth on whether or not Kaladesh was in there.
0: Yeah, it was. It was in but,
2: there. Very yeah, good. I remember because I had the Borak Courier and yeah. deck like, I was playing, and that's a Kaladesh card. Yep, that's a uh, good card for uh, I grow red actually. And yeah, and so they didn't actually have to do. Basically, all they did was have to say, "Okay, here's what's in the pack." Yep. Mm. Uh, because those cards had already been coded and already worked on Arena already existed there
1: yeah all the weird interactions like yeah. cuz mm. people forget they can't just do this they can't just add to a spreadsheet and it work like there's some weird interactions and some mm. um, abilities that were only present in these sets that they have to just they have to actually code and make work with all the other cards that exist mm-hmm. so uh, it sounds like a it sounds like a nightmare, honestly. Uh, backdating yeah. things, so I I do have a question. I, mean, I want a prediction, um, and it's probably an easy one. Uh, when they do Tarkir remastered, will the Fetchlands be in there? No, I mean obviously. Well, okay. Well, I I, so it no. seems like an obvious choice because they're banned and like, Pioneer are never going to be unbanned. But they did they did uh, the. The one set where they just just did the bans anyway. They put them on there for like EDH people, right? Um, And then they banned well, them in every format. Sure, so, well, like but if, they're banned in historic. Like the, these cards I'm talking about, they're more for like the brawl people, right?
0: Yeah, but the the fetch, like the power level of historic is so much different than pioneer. Would the fetch be detriment? Especially right. when considering that you don't have to stand there and watch your opponent shuffle his fucking library for the <laughs> fifth
1: time in two turns. So, do we want fetch lands and historic? That's the question.
0: I I kind of do, actually.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. The degenerate. I want. I do not
2: want them to be in historic. My prediction is they will be in the packs. They will initially allow them to be played in historic, and they will end up getting banned.
1: You will, They will let you spend wild cards on them, then they will ban them, and then give you wild cards back.
2: That's, that is my
1: predict, because... They're going to find out it's bad, right?
2: No, I don't... You think I it's think intentional? They know it's bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. But what's, but what's going to sell packs in the arena environment? Oh, uh, right. Because they're going to say, "Okay, well, we put it out, and we 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 kept a close eye on it. We knew it was something we needed to watch, uh, but we wanted players to have access to it, and we wanted the original spirit of the packs to be there." Yeah, you know? mm. and and we didn't we we monitored it closely, and it is detrimental to the the historic meta games, so we're banning it.
1: Dude, mm. dude, I think you're right. <laughs> I think this is exactly because they're they're willing to give you the wild cards but they they've took how much dollars off of you so you can buy enough packs to open them right or to get enough wild cards originally to get them cuz that's $100 for like uh 90, 90 packs and you probably and you won't get all the fetch lands that you need in that so like there are people that will spend an inordinate amount of money to get those fetch lands or enough wild cards to buy to to make the fetch lands right so and then they ban them later and give you wild cards as a make good but really, it doesn't give you the six hundred dollars that you spent back. You know,
2: not saying part you of it, Part of it in my head is is there that it's greedy, but part of it is also like that is the right way to do it. At the end of the day, when you yeah. really think about it, the right way to do it is to put those packs out, see how it affects the environment, and then make your decisions based on how it affects the environment.
1: Yeah, even if you know it's going to bust it, like you gotta you gotta like. Be completely because, like, imagine the flip side: they don't put them on out there, and people want them in historic and say, "Hey, why didn't you even try?" You know? Yeah. So either way,
0: damn if you do, damn if you don't. But yeah. also, um you know, the limited. I don't know how I didn't play limited during Konsetar here, but that has to have some kind of effect on
1: the limited environment. Not, not, FL, not, not as much because you don't have shock lands and stuff. Like you're no. not. Uh,
2: it it has almost no effect on the limited environment because you barely see them. They're rares. There's one per pack. Very low chance to see it to begin with. And when and, you do see it, most of the time you just ignore it because it's not relevant to what you're
1: playing. Yeah, right. You're fe- you're <laughs> fetching you're fetching a basic or you know whatever you know. So
2: right. yeah, that so don't makes get sense. Wrong. in an actual draft you take it because it's probably worth more than the prize pool.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to play Five Caller, you probably take it So that you can go get the one you want The basically, you're missing, but Yeah, yeah. I don't know By and large, it's
2: the same as, as you just getting A, a not worthwhile rare
0: okay.
2: In your pack, which happens 50% of the time anyway
0: That's what I figured, but I thought I'd Propose a mm-hmm. question yeah, it, it's it may a good fun exercise. More
2: of an impact on sealed, where you're getting six packs, but even then, it's it's probably not a noticeable impact at all. Okay,
0: I see. All right, that was fun. Um, you guys want to move on to the uh, new 2020 Pioneer Challenger deck?
1: Sure, sure. I can I, I can speak a little bit to these. Um, yeah. there this is I your time at all. Right? As the pioneer guy, I guess. Um, so there's literally not
2: the pioneer guy on the podcast. The only pioneer guy on the <laughs> face of the planet.
1: Fair, fair. Okay, I'm not going to argue that with you.
2: Has your has your local store got more than three people playing pioneer? Yet? No,
1: they don't. They stopped it. They turned it <laughs> to popper because popper had a bigger draw.
2: <laughs> Man,
1: popper. I play him
2: popper. <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: when copper
2: uh, is bigger draw than pioneer.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: That's, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <no, laughs> i sorry. You can't move on yet. I need another 30 seconds just to internally <laughs> laugh. I'm
1: laughing out loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So these four pioneer decks are kind of not what you would expect them to, they, the, to, to do, uh, these are not so like they did a list of when pioneers first announced uh, 2019 2020 they somewhere in there they released pioneer challenge decks and, and among them you had a uh, I'm not sure what all of them were but the hidden strings deck with the lotus field was in there um, which is pretty good value um, and you got a lot of the meta cards for that deck just in that deck right mm-hmm. that you buy for 30 bucks or however much it is uh, do they say how much these are going to be.
0: Oh, they never do, my friend.
1: Uh, my guess is probably between fifty and sixty, if I'm looking at um, the cards that are in here. So, <clears throat> notably, um, there's one Arc Light Phoenix deck in here that is kind of mirrors the the one in paper, except there's only two Arc Light Phoenixes in it. That is a but weird thing. Um, do get two thing in the Ices, so
0: you can. Uh... That's true what you want to do do you want to do thing in the ice pick up two more thing in the ices
1: no you, you just you you literally do both um, actually you should be running four archive phoenix and maybe one or two thing in the ice but whatever uh, so but to make this deck really work you really need four because that's how you turn you kill them in one turn uh, not turn one but in one turn is with Great four or three at least uh, looking at this list my friend what would you remove? Are there
0: two cards on this list that you would uh, yeah the, the,
1: take out. in favor of? Yes, expressive, expressive iteration because it's banned. Uh, my guess is this deck was put together, assembled, sent to the the printer or whatever um, prior to the band, and they're just kind of going with it. Um, the band? And the, like. Yes. Band on the run. That band. So my guess is this will be a tournament legal deck if it looks exactly like this, um, if your deck is built exactly in this way, because that's what they did with the uh, White Weenie deck that had the Faceless Havens that were banned before the deck release. So it's kind of the same thing, right? What is interesting about these Pioneer decks is that every one of them includes at least one Shockland uh, which those shock lands are like upwards of twenty dollars a piece to begin with, so mm-hmm. the price of shock uh, sh- uh, ugh, the price of these shock lands will likely go down, which is which is a good thing for the pioneer format because the decks are starting to creep up in price. My guess the for the arc light case, the arc like know phoenix how is
2: when nobody's playing it.
1: <laughs> Dude, they will. They will. They will. If you build it, they will come. Uh, my guess is they had a mythic in a rare limit on what they can include in here, and Arc like Phoenix is a mythic, so they can only include
2: two mythics. Just, just to be clear, mythic. when you say if you build it, they will come, I think it is more likely that you are talking about a sex dungeon than Pioneer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> likely, okay. If you if you make Pro Tour Pioneer focused, then people will play Pioneer. So uh, let's get an over under
0: on this. Write this down. How many? Pioneer Pro Tours is it going to take to get people interested
1: in Pioneer? Probably more than one.
2: (laughs) I don't believe that the Pro Tours uh, are going to make people more interested in it.
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: Uh, I actually. So I think Arena has a better chance than the Pro Tours do.
1: Yeah, you're actually. Yeah, I would say
0: you're right. You're right. I will. uh, I will back you on that too. As as
2: I, I think that. And I think that that I think all of that feeds into each other. Is once it's all on Arena, you can then do the Pro Tour tournaments on Arena in Pi with Pioneer, and that makes it way more palatable than watching people play with paper cards. It's so hard to watch paper card tournaments in my yeah opinion.
1: yeah.
2: Um, it's it, it, or or MTGO <laughs> tournaments.
1: Okay, so what they actually need to do is make a spectator mode on Arena so that you can hover over the cards and read them as they're as they're doing it because I think that was one of the complaints with the um mm-hmm. recent broadcast of the big tournament I think it was NRG maybe was it or the one the magic did um on their yeah. tr- on their stream yeah, site.
2: They tend to show bigger cards like, off on the side and whatnot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's a good that's a good like mm-hmm. side Thing, but if they had just a client and built in the client, and people could just watch the stream in the client, I think that's the the optimized way. Right, um, I mean, and
2: I don't know that you're ever going to have that though, because, yeah,
1: that's that's a big undertaking.
2: <laughs> yeah, that means having your own designated client.
1: Yeah, well, in the arena, that's client not,
2: but still, that means building your own designated streaming client. Yes, as opposed to which is huge. <laughs> uh, just well, doing it on not, Twitch. It's huge, but also it's, I think it's detrimental Mm. Um, because, you know, even if you can simultaneously broadcast that inside of magic and on Twitch, right. Mm. Which is pretty unlikely. Anyway, the the magic arena client is never going to have the viability that Twitch does. Mm -hmm. Yes. I can play arena on my phone. But I seriously doubt that I would be able to watch it and hover and do all of that stuff on my phone also.
1: That's true. Um, If you want to say, say you're just a paper player and you just want to keep up on the tournaments, you don't have to download Arena and get to your computer or, Mm -hmm. you know, all that jazz. And when you already watch people play on Twitch, right?
2: That is a huge undertaking for what is probably a very niche audience.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that they've done like focus groups and testings and that's not why they're, Working on it, <laughs> or why they're not working on it? You know, um,
2: I mean, I think Twitch is still the way to go. And sorry so, about it, but if you do some googling, I don't know, yeah, like if you yeah, don't know
1: right.
2: the card, um, so, you okay. shouldn't be watching that meta anyway.
0: To yeah. answer your question earlier about what these are cost, looked them up uh, pre-orders on Amazon. Mm-hmm. The lowest deck, the Demir Control. Mm-hmm. It's forty one ninety one, and the most expensive deck is the is it Phoenix for forty eight ninety seven, and the other two are kind of like in the middle.
1: So they're going to be forty bucks because these mm-hmm. are Amazon pre orders yes. like by people who are expecting to buy this deck and resell it. Um, okay, so I mean, those and, are
2: not terrible. That's not no. a terrible price for what's in these.
1: Okay, no. now now knowing that it's forty dollars, will this make p- an impact on the like? Push to get people into pioneer adoption rate. At, yeah, adoption rate. Thank you. No, I mean, I, I I probably will pick up the Is it Phoenix deck? I much. wish I didn't spend twenty dollars on uh, a piece on Arc Light Phoenixes because uh, then I could just buy two decks and get all these other cards too. Uh, mm-hmm. If they're forty,
2: no, no, but I mean, here's here's the thing is is that these decks are not complete buy-ins. If these decks were complete buy-ins, ready to mm-hmm. go. But like you yeah. said, the, the Is It Phoenix deck still needs two more Phoenixes, and it's only got one shop land in it.
1: Yep. And and the other three decks aren't even, like, actual meta decks. They're... I was going to ask that, because I was like, yeah. I,
2: I am not involved in the Pioneer meta. The only one here that I actually... I mean, this white deck feels like it's, it it's trying to be the humans deck without yeah. like, going out and being the humans deck. <laughs> yep, that's
1: the closest one to a meta deck, this off humans. The other two are not, they're like, not. Um, the Gruul Stompy is trying to be the uh, mono green one, but it does not do anything that the mono green does, because the mono green's a combo deck, and this does nothing is, of that.
2: Is Beautiful um, still a crazy expensive card?
1: I do not think so.
2: There, there I don't own a, any. There was a time period there where it was, I, th- I think it was still in standard though. It's seven bucks. Where, okay, yeah. Where it, it was like a $60 card or something crazy.
1: Yeah, it's not widely used in Pioneer. I don't even own any, I don't think. I I, I If these were four, like if one of these was the green Stompy and one of these was the Rakdos deck and one of these was the Izzet deck and one of these was the blue white control deck. Then I think that you might have a better chance of getting adoption rate higher. But these, like, just having this Arc Light Phoenix deck that is not really going to do what it actually wants to do, uh, is not really going to cut it, right? That's what I I think. Looking at them, um, you will, however, get a bunch of Fatal Pushes and Mystical Dispute, which are five or six dollars a piece, just by buying the Demir Control. So that's good if you're wanting to get into Pioneer, but. I said this is not really gonna.
0: got yeah, torrential that, uh, yeah. torrential guildhold. That's
1: cool. I, I mean, the value of these decks are way more than forty dollars. Like, mm. if yeah, at no, the like, for the forty dollars, for sure. these
2: are a good value. You can buy these and be happy that you spent money on them.
1: I don't take going to get people
2: putting together a better deck. Pioneer, though,
1: yeah, yeah, same, same. Good try, not not there though. I don't think. Mm. That's all I have to say about Pioneer. You're done? Oh my yeah. god, he's finally done. Well, for now. He's,
0: he's finally yeah, he's said all he could say about gonna... Pioneer. <laughs> okay. I'm
2: pretty sure people saying all they have to say about Pioneer happened years ago.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, it looks fun. Not interested.
2: <laughs> Which is, honestly, the, the shame of it really is, when you really break it down, I think Pioneer sounds like the most refreshing format. It like is. There was, if I was like, man, I want to get back into competitive magic, Pioneer is where I would be looking. only problem is I wouldn't be able to find anyone to play with. That is my problem. (laughs) That is exactly my problem. Uh, They have actually
1: over by me like 30 minutes away in October, they have a uh, team's tournament where it's one one, one person plays Pioneer, one person plays Modern, the other plays Legacy. The problem is, Mm. I don't know anybody that has a Legacy deck, so... I was thinking about entering that and being the pioneer dude, but...
0: Okay, so you just, just to need to, to find legacy three deck. people and then you need to put together the most annoying uh, stickers legacy deck you can <laughs> manage to brew and then you'll you'll skunk out a couple wins uh,
2: in the this legacy deck. People conceding when you go to put stickers on their cards? Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> and then you just get two strong players for the the uh, modern and the there you go sweep the, the pioneer and and tr-
1: climb the ladder that way. Yeah, if you're in the great Columbus area and you have a Legacy deck, get at me. <laughs> we'll we'll hook you up for this tournament.
0: Stickers.
2: All right. All right. Let's talk about 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 what we talking about. What are we talking about? I don't know.
1: Uh, A couple brothers that got pissed off at each other
2: and oh, we're talking about you guys.
0: Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay,
2: uh,
1: but these ones. What like, are you mad at
2: each other for this time?
1: Um, oh. he he stole my my weak stone.
2: Did 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 he eat your pop pocket again?
1: Yes, and yes. He he. I asked for spaghetti, and he gave me salad. <laughs> Wait, that was that wasn't me. Yeah
2: Spaghetti. Did you guys make sketty? Yeah, uh, we
1: made sketty all the time.
2: With, uh, I'm uh, oh, sorry. Are you, it's the honey food show, they make sketty. Oh, man. How uh, they make sketty. What is sketty? Is, is, is it different than spaghetti? It's, it's still I'm really scared. dry spaghetti noodles.
1: Oh, no. In huh?
2: a container with a stick of butter and like half a bottle of ketchup. Uh, you, you microwave it and you stir it all together
1: I'm pretty sure we've made that though Actually, to be fair Not microwaved, I don't think we microwaved it but I mean, no The microwave is for
0: Frozen burritos and hot dogs Yeah The only I thing do- you use the microwave for
2: I I am okay with Buttered spaghetti noodles 100%. Oh yeah, sure uh,
0: not
1: the, ketchup not the ketchup part only. The ketchup part
2: yep. makes You me lost gag.
1: me at ketchup I'm pretty sure we've done it though. We as po folk. All right. So, actually, what we we're going to talk about is these uh, meld cards, uh, the brothers. If they just stopped fighting and melded together, then it all would be good. Ah, that's
2: what. What if they made a meld card out of two meld cards?
1: <laughs> that and meld it was like
2: four cards.
1: Whoa. Like but the but the backside that they meld together turns into like the big furry monster look it's the look you got you're not you're not thinking big enough
0: it's a the trifold cards we were talking about last podcast
1: no that,
0: that pop out and then they meld together once you've done the the third fold out and then they meld together into a six fold meld creature <laughs>
2: oh it like okay it's of coming those old, old uh, like Puzzle like the ring puzzles or whatever, you have to figure out how to put them together. So, not only do you have to like try fold them into little triangles, but then you have to figure out how all three of them fit together to make a yes. little dodecahedron.
1: Yeah. And if you and figure then, it out without assistance, then you get uh, a plus 10 plus 10. If your partner, if your opponent has to assist you, then um, you, you get summon a, Hellraiser
0: and you're damned to hell yeah, and <laughs> torment for eternity. Okay, Perfect. so let's talk about Might and Weakstone. This is one card; it's not the two individual cards from Antiquities. Correct. Um, and then Urza, Lord Protector.
1: So these are coming out in Brothers War. Oh, uh, they're kind of early spoilers. I know we do a spoiler show, one spoiler show per thing, but we these have uh, are the exception. I think these these two.
2: Just because Excellent, of the brothers. affinity you guys have for the brothers' war Oh
1: man, they're the so good. Oh, man. They're good. So the Might Stone and Weak Stone is a five converted or five mana cost artifact. It's a legendary artifact. Power Stone. When the Might Stone and Weak Stone enters the battlefield, choose one. Draw two cards. Target creature gets minus five, minus five until end of turn, or, or that's, well, it. that's it. <laughs> and then there's uh, it has the ability to tap, add two colorless mana. This mana can't be spent to cast non-artifact spells. Just like the uh, Karn from DMU. Yeah. Yep. Um, melds with Urza Lord Protector. Uh, Urza Lord Protector is one, a white, and a blue. For a legendary creature, human artificer, he's a two, four. Artifact, instant, and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast for seven without a tap. So just pay seven mana. Uh, if you own both, own and control both Urza, Lord Protector, and an artifact named the Might Stone and Weak Stone, exile them, and meld them into Urza Planeswalker. Activate only as a sorcery. So he flips over and becomes the probably, I I don't know, the best uh, Planeswalker I've ever seen.
0: He's two cards worth a planeswalker so he's better be good
1: yeah so he's a blue and a white planeswalker legendary planeswalker urza with seven starting loyalty once during each of your turns you may activate as an additional loyalty ability of urza planeswalker and you may activate the same ability twice it clarifies so plus two artifact instant and sorcery spells you cast this turn costs two colorless less to cast you gain two life plus one draw two cards then discard a card Plus zero, create two 1-1 one, one colorless soldier artifact creature tokens. Minus three, exile target non-land permanent. And then minus ten, he ults for artifacts and planeswalkers you control gain indestructible until end of term. Destroy all non-land permanents. I mean, it's
2: kind of a nuts planeswalker.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: you really get, I mean... You activate that plus two twice, all your artifacts. Yep. And since the sorceries cost four or less. And then you alt the next turn. Like... Yeah. Like everything about... Now, granted, it's going to be real hard to assemble.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because people always look at these cards and they're like, this is going to be... You're reliant on getting two specific uh, legendary cards... Yep. Which means that if you're running four of them, you're probably going to get duplicates and not be able to play them. So you're yep. you're making your deck less efficient. Um, in order to construct this, because you're going to need four of them to do it consistently, and then also you have to rely on other people not interacting with you. Nobody right. destroys the mites. The the, might stone, the weak stone, Nobody destroys Urza.
1: Which is your as your mantra is is, is a big mistake, right? That's your mantra. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. Always people build in a vacuum and that's always a mistake. You cannot assume your opponent will not interact
1: with
0: your things. Yep. Okay. I know we did the math on this. So let's talk about it. Best case scenario. Everything goes your way. You've got the, 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 the perfect draw opening hand, get everything you need. What's the soonest you're melding in a vacuum In a vacuum.
1: Okay. Without ramp in a vacuum. Didn't we decide it was turn five or four? Turn five. Yeah, turn five. You can uh flip to Urza Planeswalker and alt turn six. And that's in a vacuum.
0: Did we did we uh postulate with ramp? Like no, in
2: standard? Like, but I'm not actually sure that ramp it, in standard is gonna help you here because okay. you would basically have to ramp turn one or turn two.
0: Okay.
2: And how much yeah. out there and if you're ramping turn two, you're probably too late even. Right. So you're you would probably, like, maybe a Land of War elf, but then... What's but that doesn't he, help
1: with your Urza colors, yeah. Yeah, he's so. gonna have to
2: be the colorless in Urza to drop from turn two, and then he would have, like, it gets you one turn ahead. So theoretically yeah, turn four...
1: And but, you have to play ban. And that's that's real weak, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, and you have to add a third color and yeah stretch your deck out and all right, so
0: Mamp, ramp probably not helpful. So we're doing a turn five activation.
2: Yeah, I, w- I would say chances are if you're playing this, you're not turn five activating anyway. This is yeah, the
0: type... in a vacuum.
2: Yeah, yes, exactly. And I mean, if you're miss the <laughs> yeah. vacuum,
0: like, you're but missing chances the
2: are You're in blue, white, and standard. You're probably yeah. playing control. You're hey. probably not going to windmill slam Urza on turn three. <laughs>
1: Hey, uh Fateful Absence is a uh standard legal card. Yeah. It gets rid of Urza or flipped over Urza very easily. I don't know that I mean it's it's like super powerful, but practical, I'm not sure. We'll Fateful. see. Fateful you so you said Fateful Absence? Yeah, it's a white card. Destroy target uh, creature, play Mocker so for two mana.
2: That's I am not very... saying that these cards cannot make it in standard. Oh yeah, no. Um but um, it's As as a matter of fact, I I very (laughs) much like White Stone and Weak Stone in Standard, as it gives control access to more mana while also Mm -hmm. removing something from the board. Yep, it's Uh, modal, and then
1: it gives you. Yep, exactly.
2: Urza, I'm not as high on because his standalone ability is not uh, unique. It's not unique. But yeah. don't get me wrong, like people do underestimate they sleep on artifact, instant, and sorcery spells cost one piece right. of glass and control. That's big. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like I have to have it, because we've seen that before. It sounds like other cards, and they did not make the cut in yeah. standard control decks. It, it sounds
1: like maybe in my opinion, if you're building a blue-white standard control deck, deck which needs a lot of help right now anyway, Maybe these cards will slot in, but your plan is not going to ult Urza Planeswalker. It's going to control the board. And if you right. do get to ult Urza Planeswalker, that's a that's a bonus, right?
2: Because one of the other things about Urza in this instance, he's not a win con. He does not do any damage. Right. Mm. Um, I guess you could win with the one one soldier tokens. Yeah. But like that's a that's a slow route to victory. Yep. Yeah. Although I guess if you're doing it twice a turn, that's four damage a turn. And if it's you, control. If you so. flop them in, you all... So you could probably... Maybe you could use them as a win con. You wouldn't want to run four of in that circumstance. You'd probably run no. two of and, and hope you find... Because if you run two of and control, you're probably drawing a lot of cards. You'll find him.
1: Yeah, especially you, with... This might probably
2: run four of the might stone weak stones
1: because they you get the ability that into the battlefield effect, even if you have to sacrifice one, right? Plus, you can even tap the one to pay for the next one. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, that's what I was gonna say is you yeah. can
2: tap the one to pay for the next one and still get the ETV.
1: Yeah, so four of, of those, but maybe not of Urza Lord Protector.
2: Yeah, and yep. and maybe this just becomes standard's new way to win. Is,
1: maybe. Yeah,
2: but again, they're not windmill slamming Urza on turn three.
1: Right. They're going to make sure they have Counterspell up.
2: Right. They're they're going to drop him turn five and make sure that they have two mana up for a negate or whatever they need to keep him alive.
1: Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm.
0: So while you guys were talking serious big magic stuff, you just wanted to wax poetically for a moment about the fact that Faithful Absence would be the most flavorful way to remove <laughs> Urza Lord Protector Or Urza Planeswalker from the board. Yeah, Dude was an absentee husband, an absentee father. Dude, I'm to that
2: just for you.
0: Yep. I mean, that's chef's kiss. Extra (laughs) point.
1: Awarded. Um, And you get an investigate token, which I'm sure there's some flavor in there.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about Mishra now, because we've uh, really
1: uh, Urza's war drum a little bit. Um... Let's uh, let's just table Misha for next week. Just like uh, the brothers were separated by greed, maybe the we should separate them by time.
2: I don't know about separating them by time. Then <laughs> there's no brothers war. But I do agree. It's just come out. It's pretty fresh. Let's, let's give the audience some time to think about it and look it over and figure out what they think before they just hear our opinions rain down their throat.
0: Yeah. As uh, the podcast's official... Fake therapist, I'm going to have to ask the brothers Urza and Mishra to take a time out before we go ahead and uh, talk about Mer- uh, Mishra's issues as they are uh, still pretty fresh. They are plentiful. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. And they, they differ differ vastly from Urza's issues. Um, mm-hmm. Not saying one's better, good, bad, anything. They're just very different. They, they go a different path. For real,
2: I don't. I'm pretty sure we can say both of the paths are wrong. I don't know that, like you said, they're not <laughs> yeah. right or wrong, but both paths are wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If
0: only there, there was a another third way. <sighs>
1: Guess is going to show them. Yep, put Teferi and Karn in charge mm-hmm. instead, and that's the. That's what we'll yeah. see. We'll see what's happens.
0: Or you know, Belden. You know. He he was the the founder of the Third Way. You guys, remember the books, right?
1: I don't remember who Felden is, to be honest.
0: Oh man. he had a cane and everything.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I knew God. that. All
0: right, so uh, Ben, we're gonna wrap this uh, podcast up. Why don't you tell everybody where to find us?
1: You can find us on Twitter at mpgpod. You can find me on my personal Twitter at be nice mpg. Where can they find you, moderator Dave?
0: They can find me on Twitter at Dave underscore MPG. Pray tell other Dave, where are you currently located? Last we heard you were trapped in a psychiatric hospital in Missouri. Did I remember that correctly?
2: Earlier in the podcast, when I said I was lost, I mean, I am lost. I have no idea where I'm at. I got out of the (laughs) hospital and somehow found my way into a covered wagon I didn't oh, think no. it still existed, <laughs> but any any trip at this point or any vehicle is better than no vehicle.
1: That's true. And if you're yeah. in a covered wagon, you're probably going west, which is kind of where you need to go.
2: And I have no idea where I'm at. Other than that, it's by a river and nobody has dysentery.
1: No dysentery. I, my but, next question, <laughs> you got I've an efficient been... hunter on your team because that's very important.
0: Been led to believe that dysentery is bad. So I'm glad that you're not experiencing it. All right. Well, that's the show. Cue the music. See you next week. Oh yeah, you can uh send us emails at podcast at Yeah.
1: You can if you want to, but don't, because we won't want we won't look at it. But actually, I'll check it next week. Promise. sound robotic no it's actually really funny (laughs)
0: i'm I'm
1: laughing they look nobody says that they don't so (laughs) i imagine they sound like the matrix um machines you know how they have that like weird like mr anderson no like the machines like the you know like with the like when they talk it has that metallic thing behind it that they Mm -hmm. make yeah yeah
2: I always imagine they sounded
1: like a, uh, like the the bad, the bad guy in System Shock. Uh, got the. I'm trying to remember how that sounds. Where,
2: where they don't like sound robotic, but there's like a glitchiness to their voice.
1: Oh, like a, like yeah. um, Colonel Colonel in uh, Metal Gear Two.
2: Yeah. When he when so he bad. goes, yeah,
1: I got it, got it, got it, yeah.